You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia, here from the studios of Pigeon Media in Melbourne, Australia. Hosted by Ivan Fonte. Tune in worldwide via our website at www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world, hosted and presented by Ivan Fonte. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages, and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed, and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid Stock Feed and Farming Supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM Sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia. Number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Pigeon Racing Victoria Incorporated special announcement. Due to the COVID-19 restrictions in 2020, the race is postponed to 2022. Now the race is on and here comes pride up the backstretch. 
the Victoria Cup 2022. Purchase special rings at $100 each. For every 10 rings purchased, receive one ring for free. Presented and conducted by Pigeon Racing Victoria Incorporated. First prize is $100,000 guaranteed. Australia's biggest pigeon race from Cobar in New South Wales. For more information, visit the website at www.pigeonracingvictoria.com. That's www.pigeonracingvictoria.com. Or telephone Taz Gazis on 0419 386 861. That's 0419 386 861. Six one. What you hear on Community Radio is governed by the Community Broadcasting Codes of Practice. The Codes of Practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children, and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website, www.cbaa.org.au. There's no doubt everyone is feeling impacted in some way by coronavirus. From work-life disruptions to financial stress, our days look very different. It's normal to be feeling a little overwhelmed or perhaps completely out of your depth. That's why Beyond Blue has developed the Coronavirus Mental Wellbeing Support Service. It's free and available 24-7. So if you're feeling unsure about how to cope, chat to one of our expert counsellors by calling 1-800-512-348 or visit coronavirus.beyondblue.org.au. We live in a great country, in great local communities, like yours. But did you know one in six Australian children live in poverty? Through no fault of their own, right here there are children living in poverty every day. Deprived of what they need to keep up in school and struggling to learn, many give up on their education. Donate to the Smith family and give the extra learning support every local child deserves to fulfil their potential. Search the Smith family. Svakog ponedjeljka od 22 do 3 sata, upravo ovdje, na 88.3 Južna FM, zvukovi uz obalu. Monday is from 10pm to 3am, tune in to Croatian Voice with Marica Čok. A taste of Croatia with Croatian music, news and chat. Right here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Join Molly and Fluro for Molly's Blooming Hour, Saturday from 4 till 5pm. We'll have interviews with gardening experts plus gardening tips and fresh produce recipes. We will also talk about what's happening in your beautiful Bayside garden, what's blooming now and what to do in your garden now. Then stay tuned for the after show where we'll be keeping you entertained with special guests, fun and games and of course more great music.
This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Fonti. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here from the Pigeon Media Studios in Melbourne, Australia and our website address at Pigeon Media Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au and we broadcast out of a great radio station that's still open during the restrictions, good on them. 88.3 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And their website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And we have uh, today a great show for you. We have uh, all the federations on again to tell us what's happening with these restrictions and pigeon racing. Will we ever get started this year? I don't know. We've got from... Uh, South Africa, we've got good news that a new one-loft race is uh, taking place in South Africa and we've got the CEO, managing director of that one-loft race, Mr. Hendrik von Wielig, coming on to tell us about the Africa Pro one-loft race in South Africa. We've also got the media checked and we've got much more for you today on Pigeon Radio Australia. So, on with the show, Pigeon Radio Australia. And as every week, we've got a couple of bananas to introduce to this show. So let's introduce our bananas. Are you thinking 
what I think in B1. I think I am B2. It's music. Tony McPherson and Tony Barbara. B1 and B2 Our Pigeon Radio Australia Bananas in Pyjamas. Hello, Tony Barbara. Good day and good day to B1. Good day to Pink Panther and good day to everybody around the world. Yes, and it's uh, hello to Tony McPherson B1. Hi. G'day Ivan, g'day B2, and uh, gee whiz, hasn't it been windy, a windy old week? Mm. It is a windy old week, isn't it? Well, wow, trees down everywhere, um, loss of power all over mm. the place, flooding, yeah, yeah, terrible, terrible situation in Victoria, yeah, yeah, as if yeah. we didn't have enough to go through, now we're... You're going through all this. <laughs> Victoria, the lucky the lucky state in the lucky country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No wonder they're all going to Queensland. Uh, yeah, that's right. Anyway, uh, we've got to introduce this character right now. And now, introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's know-it-all spy correspondent, Charlie Gretsch. Ah, Mr. Gretsch. How are you, Mr. Gretsch? Yeah, good, good. Hello, everybody. Have you had a better week this week? Uh, yeah, actually not too bad. I'm getting there. Getting there. Still a bit mm. sore, but um, hopefully as the day goes past, I'll get better. Hmm. Oh, well, that's good. Now, can you tell us what's happening up your neck of the woods? Uh, what's happening in our neck of the woods? It's been, um, I suppose, like everywhere else in Victoria, the place to be. <laughs> yeah, the place to be, all right. COVID, yeah. COVID going everywhere, mm. you name it, we've got it. So yeah. um, we're fully experienced. As I said to Mr McPherson, we're the lucky state in the lucky country. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's go in and have this segment that we have every week. The Worldwide Pigeon Radio Australia Pigeon Media Weekly Check. Yeah. Yes, the Worldwide Pigeon Radio Pigeon Media Check. Because we've got plenty of articles every week on pigeons on the internet. It's amazing how many articles there are about pigeons on the internet. So let's check them out this week. So first of all, uh, have a listen to this one. Uh, This one comes out of Ireland. Pigeon results testing race from Talbany. Best birds in Coleraine. After six or seven races in Ireland, it was time to move to the cross-channel program. Five lorries, almost full, were unable to release due to terrible weather conditions in Wales and over the route home on the appointed day Saturday, waiting till early afternoon before making the decision to hold over. Sunday was a beautiful morning and early preparations were made for a release, good conditions over the route and at the home end. Liberation on Sunday was confirmed at 9am in a light north to northwest wind. Hopefully it turns out well and sets the local lofts up for the next few weeks. So uh, Terence McCrudden from the Coleraine and County Perry Racing Pigeon uh, Society topped the NIPA, that's the National Irish Pigeon Association, from Talbany. He has named the bird Sammy, 
one after the late Sammy Thompson. So there you go. There's a, there's a story out of Ireland in pigeon racing. What do you, what do you reckon, fellas? Uh, I tell you something. Those uh, Irish birds feel pretty hard going over the sea mm, and everything else. It's uh, it's not easy. That's but for yeah, sure. you say yeah. that you know. But there's some people that have brought these Irish birds in. Like you've told me this, the birds they've brought Irish birds in. They haven't done very well with them. Oh look, it's horses for courses, and and uh, it's like any imported bird that you know you only got to have a look at the first lot of imports that come in. People didn't know how to feed them, raise them, mm. so they fed them you know the normal old way and ended up like uh, like ducks. Oh. But uh, once they uh, managed, uh, there was a few people out here that were pretty experienced mm. uh, with with uh, international racing, and mm. they did exceptionally well with the birds, but. Yeah, horses for courses, mate. But um, you know, some of those birds have done done well here, and mm. yeah. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, you got to learn learn uh, how to race them. All right. Well, here's an article that comes out of the United Kingdom, and this is a, a very interesting article because it's not focused on pigeons as such, but pigeons are in it. So. It's uh, this one. A 96-year-old veteran remembers D-Day. Hunt still, Allah, June the 6th, 1944. That's the day the Allied forces invaded northern France to fight the enemy in World War II. On this 77th anniversary, we sat down with one of the soldiers who remembers it well. Sitting on Virginia Beach looking at the ships off the coast, seven-year-old William Bromley Magruder didn't know a dozen years later he would cross the same ocean to fight for his country. I met Private First Class Bill Magruder at Huntsville's Redstone Village where he now lives. At 19 he reported to Camp Lee in Virginia. That's where my mother and dad left me off on a bus. He recalled... He then shipped off to Kentucky. I went to Fort Campbell. The 96-year-old veteran said, that's where we got my basic training, and from there I went overseas. Mr. Magruder, have a listen to this, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Magruder was assigned to the Army's 101st Airborne Division. Made about five jumps, he said. I volunteered to be a paratrooper. His first jump was at night into France on D-Day. He has several, listen to this, he has several carrier pigeons strapped onto his chest. Of course, when my chute opened, the pigeons went, he said. The story gets better. The carrier pigeons got back to England, but they didn't have a message, except I'm glad to get the hell out of here, he said laughing. So there you are. I bet they were glad to get out of there. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gee whiz. Uh, thank God they improved the way that they uh, strapped them onto the parachutists. But, you know, I, I was talking to Charlie today, and Charlie will verify this. Um, you know, they, they, they classify us as a hobby here in Australia, which is absolutely ridiculous because we're a sport. But um, as Charlie said, how many dogs or horses have saved the country or been heroes in a war. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a point, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Well, you've got the Dickens Medal, which is awarded to animals that served in the war, and there's quite a few pigeons in that. Mm. Mind you, there. I think there was a rat um, or a mouse that was also given <laughs> a, a Dickens Medal. 
apparently they tied a message to it and it went out the hole and someone got it. Mm. <laughs> I thought they had the evidence. They yeah, 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 ate the evidence. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, here comes another article out of the United Kingdom, and this has just got a little mention of pigeons because what they're saying here, and this is quite funny, he says the carrier pigeon is better than the council website. And it says sending a carrier pigeon would be easier than trying to book anything online with the Midlothian Council's website. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, you're spot on there, Ivan. Actually, I reckon you could uh, do your COVID uh, bookies by pigeon. Mm. You know, when the, when the, the computer system broke down and everything, it would have been easier to, to make your bookies by pigeon. Mm. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Mm. And as you know, over in your old country, uh, they still got the pigeon post. Yeah, they do. They still got the um, they still got the headquarters where they had the birds and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm amazed how they fly with all those stamps stuck on them. <laughs> anyway, here comes an uh, an article out of India, and uh, this is a quite tragic article because it says casual labourer tries to rescue pigeon trapped in electric wire and dies. The incident, the incident took place at 12.30pm on Thursday and a paramedic who was called to the spot declared the victim, Dilip Vengala, dead, police said. Well, the guy, a 45-year-old casual labourer was electrocuted while trying to rescue a pigeon trapped in an electric cable in Malpur village in India. In the Gujarats Avali district bordering Rajasthan on Thursday, police said. According to the police, the victim Dilip Vangili, a resident of Pandiavas area in Malupa village in Aravali district, saw the pigeon trapped in an electricity distribution line in the market area on Rungapa Road of the village and climbed up an electrical pole to rescue it. While trying to rescue the trapped bird, he came into contact with the cable and got electric shock. He died on the spot, said Inspector Fulandra Kumari, in charge of Malpur Police Station. The incident took place at 12.30pm on Thursday and a paramedic who was called to the spot declared Vengali dead, trying to rescue a pigeon. Did the pigeon survive? I don't know. They don't say. They don't mention the pigeon. (laughs) 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 Probably the pigeon got up and walked away. uh, Oh, boy. Mm. Yes. That's a a terrible, terrible sort of situation to put yourself into, isn't it? Shocking. Yeah, it is. Now, here comes another article from the United Kingdom, and it's a family's heartfelt tribute to larger-than-life granddad. Tributes have been paid to a larger-than-life dad and granddad who served in the military police and had a keen passion for birds. Having grown up in Bramcote, Brian Pike used to do box and he bred canaries and raced pigeons. His health sadly deteriorated through Parkinson's disease and he passed away on May the 30th at the age of 86. So there you go. They, they remember him, and there's a picture of him in the army with uh, holding pigeons. So he was uh, training the pigeons in the United Kingdom for the army. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, there's a lot of service on as, as you know um, over here that uh, mm. in the uh, army pigeon corps, and mm. 
uh, you know, the pictures said a wonderful, a wonderful thing for uh, all the uh, army, army, navy, and air force personnel. Mm. Um, saved a lot of people, that's for sure. Mm. Um, and that's one thing, Ivan. You know, we were talking as you were saying, you know, talking with Charlie. You got to remember that the uh, the Queen, uh, there's a. a Pigeons are protected by the uh, by the uh, Her Majesty the Queen. As long as they've got a ring on them, uh, no one's allowed to shoot them, trap them, or, or anything else. Um, they've got to be treated with respect, and uh, you know that's something that um, whenever we talk with councils and whatnot, um, mm. we just, that's something that we can always mention that uh, you know that these are protected, mm. and they're protected for a reason. Should we go to war, the first things that are knocked out of out of any country is communication. Mm. So the pigeon is the best communication that we can have. So, uh, well, yeah, um, you know what, electronics fail. And uh, look, the Chinese government, although as silly as they are with a few things they're doing, uh, are getting together a pigeon corps and they bought a, well, I've read an article couple of months back, there's a thousand birds in a loft for the army. Yep, yep, and good, for good reason. You know, the first, like I said, the first thing that's knocked out is your communications. And, mm. um, the only way that you can communicate is uh, via your, a man running along the, uh, mm. the road with a piece of mm. paper mm. or a pigeon flying in the air. Mm. So I know what I'd rather. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Money on the pigeon, I think. Anyway, that does our media check for this week, and uh, we're going to break for a song right now. And here is uh, one of my favourite musical bands on the internet, and they've recorded another song here on the internet on Facebook, and it's the French Family Band. And Sonny French is going to sing a song, and you'll all enjoy this one. It's called He Stopped Loving Her Today, the French Family Band and Pigeon Radio Australia. He said, I'll love you till I die. She told him, You forgetting time. As the years went slowly by, she still preyed upon his mind. He kept her picture. On his wall Went half crazy Now and then But he still Loved to do it all Hoping she'd come back Again Kept some letters By his bed Dated 1962 He had underlined in red Every single I love you I went to see him just today Oh, but I didn't see no tears All dressed up to go away First time I'd seen him smile in years He stopped loving her today They placed a wreath upon his door 
Pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor 
Hey, this is Ernie Dingo for Rad, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Here's a simple word of advice. If you enjoy a drink when you go out, keep it simple. Now, unless you're a rocket scientist, how do you really know whether you're over the limit? So try this, either drink or drive. Don't be a mug and mess around trying to do both. And if you do plan to have a few, arrange a ride with a designated driver who won't drink. The life you save might be your own. This past year has been difficult for everyone in the music industry, from musicians to roadies, promoters to artist managers. Many are still unable to make ends meet. Music Industry Charity Support Act has announced two new cash grants, Music Keeper and Crew Keeper, with support from the Australian Government. Help ease the burden. If you work in the music industry and you're in need of financial support, visit supportact.org.au to learn more. That's supportact.org.au. I was lucky that when I picked up the phone that day to call my best friend, that he answered. Despite almost every Australian knowing someone who has been affected by suicide, we still don't talk about it. Lifeline Australia's new podcast, Holding On To Hope, shares stories of survivors and the connections made to find the hope to keep living. Because when we talk about suicide, we realise our capacity to support those around us. Holding On To Hope. Lifeline.org.au forward slash podcast. Your voice in the community. 88.3 Southern FM. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Modern Australian perspectives on equality. Diversity. So my name's Lisa Renee, Diversity Council Australia, and people don't really understand what inclusion actually is. It's something that we have to learn. Mental health. Living sustainably today is a survival thing. These are some of our conversations, breaking barriers, and the best Australian music on Southern FM 88.3 and online. Breaking barriers, 2 to 4, Saturdays. G'day, hello and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. Catch you there. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Fonte. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Stop the pigeon, 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 stop the
You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And we broadcast out of Southern FM 88.3 FM on your radio dial. And our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And if you go to the program guide and go down to Pigeon Radio, you can find my email contact and you can email me via the Southern FM website. You can also catch us on Facebook and all social media. Just go to the Google machine and search Pigeon Radio Australia and we will come up on top of the Google machine. Now, in Victoria, we have restrictions. In Melbourne particularly, we can only travel 25 kilometres outside of our home area and uh, it's not a good situation for pigeon racing and we have uh, three federations on the line. We have from the uh, Western Pigeon Federation from the WPF Secretary, Mr Michael Portelli. We've got from the uh, VRPU from the Victorian Racing Pigeon Union Secretary, Mr Jim Davis and we have from the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation, the Vice President Mr Rod Churchill. Uh, Roddy, how are you? All right. Now, guys? first of all, Michael, because you've got a race program, the WPF, we've got a race program circulating. You want to tell us what the WPF are up to with these restrictions and everything else going on? Yeah, sure. No worries, Ivan. Um, yeah, look, uh, we uh, our, our race schedule's pretty much basically the same. What we have changed is we were due to start on the 26th of the 6th, 2021. Um, unfortunately, you know, we had the lockdown and everything, which sets everything back. But uh, we are looking to start uh, sooner rather than later. So we are starting our season on the 3rd of the 7th, 2021. Um, the only difference to our old schedule will be that we'll be actually running four Wedderburns. Um, and the rest just follows, pretty much follows suit to what we had. So, and the reason we've sort of done that is obviously um, the situation, unfortunately, with um, lockdown and not being able to travel too far. Um, the four wetter burns will give people an opportunity to get, um, you know, probably more experienced pigeons into the first two and give them a little bit of a couple of extra week to, weeks to work on their um, younger pigeons and hopefully get them into a wetter burn before their distances start to climb up, um, which they do quite significantly in our race schedule. So, yeah, it just gives people a little bit of um, flexibility to send birds and, and get them home. Now, people that are worried with their pigeons, Michael, you're, you're a pretty good pigeon racer and fancier. Um, what do you suggest they do with their birds? Is gradually toss them or should they take them straight out to a long distance or how, how are they going to prepare these birds to race? Because they've been on and off, on and off, so it's not very good for a pigeon because pigeons like routine. Oh, look, Ivan, I think every Every situation's probably, you know, different for every flyer. Flyers will be a, a sort of all different stages probably of, you know, where they've been, where they haven't been. Um, I myself, I haven't had a, a lot of work with them. So, um, you know, you probably have to look at, at um, you know, where you think your birds are at. Um, I've only had, you know, half a dozen 40k tosses so they haven't been too far um but look i think it's just a matter of um you know getting them as healthy as you can and keeping them as well as you can if they're flying the loft reasonably well you know i don't think i think it's probably not a wise move to get you know uh too panicked and and you know start jumping them uh ridiculous sort of um 
jumps, you know, giving them too big a too big a task and tipping out twenty or thirty birds, you're really sort of not self any favours. So, um, as I said, you've got four Wedderburns to play with, so it gives it does give us a little bit of leeway as far as like um, you know having a little bit more time to get get the get the birds into one of those short races. So, um, me personally, I'm just going to you know. Uh, get out at the moment. Unfortunately, we can only get out 25 k's, but I suppose 25 k's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get mine out at least two or three times a week now, and yeah. and um, you know, give them what they can get. Climb around the loft and take them 25 k's. It gives them a little bit of work, and then just mm. uh, the idea of you know coming straight back home. So mm. um, yeah, it's only a matter, of, I suppose, a matter of just still keeping them healthy and everything else, Ivan, and mm. doing the best you can with them. Mm. All right, uh, Jim Davis, VRPU. What's happening at the Victorian Racing Pigeon Union, mate? Yeah, well, we've, um, we're having our meeting tomorrow night to discuss our final program. And uh, now that uh, the WPF's finalised theirs as well, which is great. And uh, so we'll decide our actual schedule, uh, finalise it tomorrow night. Um, again, uh, looking at it, uh, it's extended our, our program out for our distance series, gave, give it, gave us an extra two weeks. So um, that'll get fed back to the members when we f- finalise it, uh, prob- probably uh, Wednesday. And um, well, away we go. And we're, we're, we're in the similar boat, obviously, to everyone else that, that with the 25K and the tossing. But hopefully those that have, have got full-time work got – three tosses in this weekend and um, and if they can slip one in somewhere during the week and then the next weekend and so on uh, and hopefully the restrictions get lifted next week for our distance to go out even if it goes out to say 50k it's a, at least it's a bit more but um, yeah so yeah, tomorrow night's our, our big night to finalise it. Yeah, great now uh, Rod Churchill what's the Greater Melbourne up to? Yeah Ivan um, gentlemen how are we going? Good, good, Rob. Um, we've spoke in the last, it's surprising, we've spoken the last two days, the exec committee and um, the delegates, and uh, we had a phone around today, and what the general um, has come up with is that we're looking at starting on the uh, 10th of July, and uh, we've, which means we've put it back a week, and we'll run our normal program with our three Mary Burroughs and then to Witchy Proof. So what it, look, what it means that, that's one race that we're still looking at to catch up on. So the weekend of the National, we're looking at having a race from um, Windermingle, which would have been our third one if it had been a normal program. So that means that there'll be the National race on the Saturday as well as a 30-bird Windermingle on the Northwest. So that's what they're looking at the moment, and I think that looks like the way it'll go. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Now, any questions from the panel, Tony or Charlie McPherson? No doubt in my look, mind you'll have look, a question. We had the phone calls there this morning and things like that, um, and I think the general consensus, uh, and Rod, Rod agrees, uh, was that uh, we delay it by a week, allow people to hopefully get their birds up and running, you know, get get as many 25k tosses into them as they can, get them flying the roof uh, three or four or five times a, a day, whatever, get them, get them fit and, and rearing to go. Um, I think the important thing is uh, just the, um, 
as Michael said, make sure that they're healthy and raring to go. And I think we put a bit of time into that, um, making sure that they're healthy and raring to go and um, and then uh, don't be silly. Uh, you know, once we get the, the, the go, um, just don't be silly. We don't want to be losing a heap of birds, you know, to begin with. So it's, um, you know, this time of the year, it can be really bad. It can fog in really quick, get the rains squalls come in really quick and you know your whole season could be upset with one bad toss so you know mm. we just need all everyone just needs to just take their time and and uh look forward to having a good season that's the important thing um now if if the worst thing happens and, and these lockdowns are extended what's the view of uh, michael what's your view on that one if because like we started our sprint series we had one race and we had to stop well, for me, Ivan, that's that's the reason behind us starting on the third. I think um, the longer you leave it, the more the more chance you know you you have of something occurring and and you know getting stopped. So um, I, I can't I can't see that we're not going to get stopped somewhere along the line. So to me, it makes more sense to get started sooner rather than later. And, and like we did sort of manipulate the front end of the race season a little bit, at least you're getting a race in, uh, you're getting races started and races in, and they're not the, the first distance is, you know, 190K, so it's not a walk in the park either, but like I say, it gives people a chance, four of them give people a chance to, you know, work with them, even if you get one of those weeks or a bit of a tough race, you can sort of hold back a little bit where I feel if you've only got the three three races myself and then you get a bad weekend or a tough weekend you're either forced to put pigeons that are you know a little bit greening because you don't want them jumping up too much um and you you unfortunately will tip pigeons out so we've tried to look at it as a you know a little bit user friendly to the pigeons as well where it gives them you know the chance to to get a race under their belt at a reasonable distance and then hopefully just keep going because um Oh, look, every unfortunately, every time we do get stopped down, it's going to put a spanner in the work. So, uh, look, like I say, I think the best thing is to get started as soon as possible and then just, unfortunately, it'll be a week-by-week situation where we can get away, we go, and uh, unfortunately, if we do get stopped, we then obviously got to sit back, get back to the drawing board again and see what the best way to approach it is. But, um yeah, look, unfortunately, it's just a situation. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Rod Churchill, what happens with the Greater Melbourne? Have you discussed the scenario where <laughs> we get locked up again? Yeah, well, as we know, that, that, that could happen. We've only decided on um, this program and see how we go. But what they've looked at maybe doing for the first week or maybe the first two weeks before the actual season starts is running the truck and running a couple of tosses um, out to Bland or somewhere like that. But um, if we have to be locked down, well, um, I don't know, like Dandenong run a series there late last year where we run six races that blokes are able to um, at least get some pigeons out. But um, I don't know what will happen if that that scenario happens, which we hope it doesn't. Yeah. But um, as what Michael said, we're in much the same boat. You've got to sort of... Um, edge these pigeons along. In our situations, there was a lot of guys that flew those races, uh, and they've got two-year-old pigeons that actually flew to Mildura. So they shouldn't mm. take too much actual no. work to get them up and going. Yeah. 
So um, that is a bit of a help for that. Yeah. So, um, now, the Dandenong Pigeon Club had the uh, King Island scheduled and they had to cancel that, which was a, quite a shame. What's happening with that? I don't know. I'm, I've only heard from speaking with Neville. They're looking at running it in the next couple of weeks into the uh, July season. What happened was that they looked at it and the last straw was that the uh, airport at Moorabbin, they wouldn't allow them to um, fly to uh, King Island. So... That got cancelled on top of it. But what they're looking <laughs> at doing, um, it's not 100%, but they're looking at maybe still running them in the middle of July, basketing on the Thursday night at the Danny Nong Rooms, and, of course, the guys mm. go to the club on a Friday night and basket mm. for the normal race. And then on a Saturday when they go back to the clubs to read their clocks, they're mm. looking at allowing to uh, read the King Island results as well. Mm. Mm. Which doesn't mean, which means they don't have to come back to Danny. Yeah, well, that's a good thing, and I ho- I hope but, they can hold the King Island because they're quite a popular well, race. That, yeah, I, it's been surprising. Like, um, you know, the guys. <laughs> I went to Thomastown yesterday to pick stuff up, and there mm. was three blokes there, and they, the three of them asked me, mm. "When are you running the King Islands? You're still going to run the King Islands?" So. Mm. There's still guys out there yeah, still, still interested keen. in wanting yeah. to fly it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, let's hope we don't get locked up again. Jim Davis, what happens in the VRPU <laughs> situation if uh, we get the the lock-up again? Well, I think, well, obviously we'll have to sit back and then review it, but uh, depending on the, on the time, if it's in the, the distance series, then we'll obviously work in with the, uh, the WPF. Um, but again, we we ran a series late last year of some six races, and uh, surprisingly, the weather held up. I think the weather would be decide whether you know we'd like to finish by sort of the latest that first week of November. If that ended up getting pushed out and the weather allowed it, you know, there's those options that could come up that we go further in. Not that we want to, but if if we were forced to, um, there's a whole you know a whole variety of options that we can look at depending on when we, if we get struck again with this bloody COVID nineteen or the transport isn't allowed to go a certain distance or whatever. Um, if they throw a spanner in the works, we'll get together and try and unspanner it, so to speak. But uh, yeah, look at the, at the moment, I think we're, we're comfortable with with uh, what's um, what's on the table and so on, and uh, we're just going to run with that. I'm pretty sure, and uh, hopefully we get a uh, you know we don't cop this COVID again. But hopefully we'll all be bloody vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need some poo vac. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say, Michael? Um, what happens if we do get locked up? Do you reckon that we could organise something even later in the year, in, just in case something happens, like that we don't not race pigeons like we did last year? Oh, look, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, we're always happy to try and run something for. For members, Ivan, as you know, it's just unfortunately you, you are we're sort of we are dictated to by the government. Um, it's not because we don't want to, I can assure you. Um, but you know, I think we do have options. As you know, it really boils down to a lot of things as well. I mean, yeah, look, if the weather was kind enough to us and um, you know the heat didn't come in too early, you might be able to go a little bit longer. Um, so those sort of options are open to you. I, I prefer if we did get our full season in the regular season, but um, 
yeah, look, things are going to come up, Ivan. Unfortunately, we just have to take it a week yeah. at a time. Yeah. Like I say, get as many as we can in before they do something yeah. to us. But we'll always look. Uh, we all we'd all love to raise pigeons. We've all been, you know, we've all missed it. We've mm. it's been, you know, we didn't get to do much last year. No, we, we didn't do we would, even last year, really. Yeah, I mean, if our season went to went to water and that we got very little racing in, we we would just try and do what whatever we could to. You know, give the members something to. Yeah, to I, I think we we've got to give people something to race yeah. because uh, yeah. otherwise we're going to lose members. Quite frankly. Yeah. Look, unfortunately, um, this year, look, this year is going to be the hardest year because once people are vaccinated, look, hopefully, yes, that's going to make a big difference. And and once everyone's vaccinated, hopefully, uh, the following season coming won't be an, won't be an issue for us. But. Um, Unfortunately, we just have to deal with the situation as it is. I can't see them vaccinating everyone in the next six months. That's, that's a long <laughs> no. way off. So um, the situation is going to be we just go with the flow and, and get started and hopefully get as far as we can before something comes up. Yeah, okay. Um, Rod Churchill, uh, any final comments you'd like to make, mate? No, um, I, I agree with Michael there. I mean, that's what we've got. Like, we all want to... Um, try and get some racing in and the same thing is a lot of blokes that uh, they could just about give it away if it closes down again because um, they've got a heap of birds there but no matter what way we look at it let's hope we can get something out there and um, do a bit of racing and um, first chance and um, yeah see how we go we're in a situation where we're pretty lucky we can go you know weekdays or any time so um, um, but let's hope we can get out there and um, yeah get some racing in Mm. And Jim Davis, uh, final comments from you, mate. Uh, no, not not really. I've, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the various schedules and just as keen as the others to just get started, and yeah. uh, um, and then we'll just worry about it when the if it, if the time comes, we'll worry about it there and then and uh, and and. Look, we'll get we'll get a we'll get a fair bit in, I reckon, this year. I hope yeah. so. I hope so. Yeah. And Michael, uh, any final comments from you, mate? Uh, not really, mate. Look, like I said, we just have to go with the flow. Um, keep our fingers crossed, um, and hope we can get started. Like I say, I'm 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 wrapped. We're sort of starting on the third. It does. I, I'd rather start early and get something in and. Uh, Hopefully, like I say, we get at least a half decent run at it, mm. and um, just go with the flow. And if we if we start start, mm. we'll see how far we can get. If we get locked down for a couple of weeks, we once it opens up, we just continue. Hopefully, continue yeah. on. Yeah. Bird, if we get five or six races under them, at least the birds will have had exactly. the work yeah. to sort of then just continue on as soon as it opens up again. So mm. we'll just see what happens. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll have to play it by ear, see what happens, and good on good on all the federations for doing something to keep pigeon racing going and then we don't lose too many members. All right, thanks, yeah. fellas. Thanks for being on the program. Thanks, Ivan. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks very guys. much, guys. Thanks, thanks Ivan. Good to talk. No worries. Okay. Bye, Bye, boys. Now. See you later. See okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, and that was the Melbourne Federations to uh, tell us what they're doing uh, after these restrictions are lifted. Anyway, we're going to have a guest out of South Africa uh, next, and uh, I thought it'd be quite fitting to play Toto, and one of their famous songs from Toto is Africa. So here's Toto, Pigeon Radio Australia, and Africa.
some quiet conversation. She's coming in 12-30 flights. The moonlit wings reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation. I stopped an old man along the way, hoping to find some old forgotten words or ancient melodies. To me as if to say, hurry boy, it's waiting there for you. Longing for some solitary company I know that I must do what's right Sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti I seek to cure what's deep inside Frightened of this thing that I've become
Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Mead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Mead Stock Feed and Farming Supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM Sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Are you feeling heavy? Well, your body might be storing too much iron, baby. You know what I'm talking about. Hemochromatosis. Tricky to say, easy to test, simple to treat, and tragic to ignore. Hemochromatosis. Talk to your doctor, baby. Hemochromatosis. Brought to you by Hemochromatosis Australia. A tough time doesn't excuse abusive behaviour at home. Even in crisis, there's no place for domestic or family violence. If you, your family or community is affected, help is available online and by phone 24-7. For free, confidential advice, support and counselling for everyone, contact 1-800-RESPECT. There's no place for domestic or family violence. Help is here. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. G'day, hello, and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt, and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m., and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music, from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. Catch you there.
can stay tuned and uh, listen to that program, which is right after Pigeon Radio Australia, and that's Josh Gatt with Bluestone Sounds, Australian independent music. So catch that program right after Pigeon Radio Australia. I recommend it. Hello and cheerio to his listeners, because uh, he told me at the last meeting that his listeners are very fascinated with pigeon racing. So cheerio to those uh, listeners that listen to Josh Gatt and Bluestone Sounds. But right now, it's time to break for the Southern FM Radio National News. So we'll be back with South Africa right after the Southern FM Radio National News. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted pigeon radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Fonte. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. She's a rich girl, she don't try to hide it Diamonds on the soles of her shoes He's a poor boy, empty as a pocket Empty as a pocket with nothing to lose Sing ta-na-na, ta-na-na-na She got diamonds on the soles of her shoes She's crazy, she got diamonds on the soles of her shoes Well, that's one way to lose these walking blues Diamonds on the soles of her shoes She was physically forgotten But then she slipped into my pocket with my car keys She said, you've taken me for granted Because I bleed Wearing these diamonds And I could say, as if everybody knows what I'm talking about. As if everybody here would know exactly what I was talking about. I'm talking about diamonds on the soles of the shoes.
sign of a wave. The poor boy changes clothes and he puts on aftershave to compensate for his ordinary shoes. And she said, "Honey, take me dancing," but they ended up by sleeping in a doorway. While the bodegas and the lights on over Broadway, wearing diamonds on the soles of their shoes, and I could say, ooh, and everybody you would know what I was talking about. I mean, everybody you would know exactly what I was talking about. I'm talking about Just download the free TuneIn app and search for Southern FM. You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia. Here from our studios in Melbourne, Australia, and our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And at our great radio station, Southern FM 88.3 FM on your radio dial here in Melbourne, Australia, our website address is www.southernfm.com.au. And you can find us on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, just go to the Google machine and search Pigeon Radio Australia and we should come up the top, click on the link and you'll find us on all social media on the internet. And right now we have a special guest on the line, waiting on the line, patiently on the line from South Africa because uh, everybody was doomy and gloomy because the South African million dollar pigeon race was cancelled and uh, people were saying that we won't have another race in South Africa and it's all gone and everybody was very sad but uh, 
Have a listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, before we introduce our guest. In every professional sport, there is an event where the best take on the best in the quest for ultimate supremacy. Golf has the Masters, tennis, Wimbledon, and cycling the Tour de France. 25 years ago, South Africa pioneered professional pigeon racing by playing host to the first million-dollar race set in the magnificence of the African bush. This event started the winds of change blowing for this the noblest of sports, ushering in a new season that would see an explosion of a new type of racing all across the world the type that would result in the value of racing pigeons multiplying exponentially. In time since, a desire to establish the champion of champions in pigeon racing was born and shared amongst participants from all over the world. Now the dream of winning the title of undisputed champion of this great sport is soon to be fulfilled. From a location where some of Africa's greatest trophies roam proudly, an event that will set the new standard in one loft racing is coming to you in the South African winter and spring of 2022. A series of racing where a level playing field of the world's best races will provide the proving ground, where one-hit wonders belong to the past and where the undisputed champion of pigeon racing will be crowned is rising from the African bush. Designed for the professional who knows that reaching for the top requires sacrifice, this series will richly reward those who fear nothing and who accept that high stakes will separate the wheat from the chaff. Greats of the sport, past and present, realize that a champion is not the winner of a single race, but rather the breeder that has his or her pigeons in the front pack week after week across all races of the season. We proudly present Africa Pro, the premier test for the world's top pigeon racers. We invite you to join the who's who of pigeon racing and to enter your best to take part in a season of racing where the winner of the biggest prize in the sport will be the breeder who passes all tests across a 10-week long season. Lenny, the Roman elder once said, Ex-Africa, Semper Alakit Novi. Meaning there is always something new out of Africa. Africa Pro, your premier One Love Series. And it is my great pleasure to welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia the manager and the CEO of the Africa Pro One Loft Race, Mr. Hendrik von Wielig. G'day, how are you? Uh, very well, thank you, Ivan. Uh, welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia. I'm quite excited that uh, this new One Loft Race Africa Pro in South Africa is uh, taking place. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yes, yeah. No, thank you for having me on the radio. Um, yeah, to tell you more about it, there's actually two years in the making. There's a lot of research that went into this, and it all starts with me. One night, I write three things on a piece of paper. I say, I want to 
I ask myself the question, the first one is, why is uh, a big one law successful? What is the reason that caused them to be so successful? Is one question I write myself down. And the second one was, there's many one laws that popping up as well, and many of them fail. Why are they failing? And the last one, perhaps the most important one, was there's lots of fences that not participating in one laws, although they're winning the unions, the clubs, on top of the ranks, they, but they don't participate in one loss. And I wrote those things down, and I actually started to research, and I have a lot of interviews with a lot of fanciers. And uh, my conclusion on the first one was, one loss that are successful have a very good location. It's all about location, 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 and I immediately know that is what we've got here in, in South Africa on this beautiful game farm in uh, the Northern Limpopo, not too far from where it's on cities, actually. It's an hour and a half drive from the city. And uh, we have two golf courses bordering us as well. And a lot of accommodation. It's very beautiful out there in the African bush. So I know we've got a location. Second one was why so many one-laws are successful is because they can be transparent with what they do and the status they're in. And they have good communications with all the clients and fanciers. And that was the point that I could get from the successful one loss. And then um, on the other one, why are they failing? Was that they don't have the ability to pay out the price money. And I said, okay, we've got to take care of that one. And the most important one was the fancies that I talked to, and I asked them, why aren't you participating in one loss? And they said to me, uh, first of all, it's so many times so overcrowded. My top pigeons which I breed, won't be in the optimal performance level if I put them in a, in a loft that is totally overcrowded. And I'm a bit afraid for that. And the second one they mentioned to me is the, the, the playing field is not level. I, I send my two best pigeons, and other fans can send 200-plus pigeons, and he get perhaps eighth position after the final, and I end up 18th who is not a best fancy between me and him. So I took all of that and uh, start thinking, how can we overcome this? How can we get more continuity in one love racing? And we come up with this concept of Africa Pro now, where we say, okay, we've got to take care of the overcrowdedness. And uh, I then realized we've got to have a brainstorm session with uh, top fancies here in South Africa. So we call a brainstorm session for all weekend. And we say them, we want to allow 3,000 pigeons only into this loft. And the loft must be one of the biggest lofts in, in the world, if not, or let me say, Western world. There's perhaps a bigger loft in, uh, in China. But um, the loft is going to be 120 meters long, 11 meters wide, uh, for Avery all the way, all along in the northern side. And we will only allow 3,000 pigeons in there, which gives you one pigeon per square meter. And uh, so then we take care of the overcrowdedness. But now we say, okay, now we get 3,000 pigeons in there and we need to get the playing field level. And I say, okay, therefore we're going to allow each fencer only to send 10 pigeons. So each fencer can, will have a limit and should only send 10 pigeons, put them on a level playing field. And uh, the other complaint was as well, I said there's lots of one-eat wonders Sometimes in everything boils down to the final in the one-love racing arena. 
And on that particular day, my bird was in form or not in form, and that's why I could win or not win. And I said, we've got to take care about that as well. And uh, we say, okay, it's not all about one race. You've got to be 10 races for the whole flying or whole season of of flying. And we say, you've got to be 10 weeks, 10 races, and we'll take the time of the first three pigeons from each fancier every week. We count that time together and we carry it over to the next week. And so after 10 weeks, we can then determine who was the best fancier. So now they can't complain and say the playing field isn't level and they were in an overcrowded lot. Mm. And uh, yeah, so we decided to to reward that, we call it an adventure of the year, and to reward that adventure with good price money of $500,000. And, uh, and and that way we wonder, oh yeah, we realized then, if we can only have 300 or 3,000 pigeons, 10 each, it allows me only to invite 300 people. And uh, we or have 300 fences in the loft, and then now we realize we've got to invite the people, otherwise we will be flooded with all sorts of fanciers and that allow us then to establish like a grand slam of pigeon racing so it's like the golf masters tournament um you've got to get the invite to play in a golf masters or you've got to qualify to go and play at wimbledon and uh, so it boils down there to the fact that we got to get the we want to get the best pigeon fancies in the world under one roof on a level playing field that's the whole thinking about the mm. whole idea and whole concept Mm. No, it's a good good concept. And um, what countries in the world are you going to absolutely have every country invited from the whole world? Yes, I think it is fair. Um, yeah, so I even yeah we we know there's countries that are really big into one loss and into pigeon racing, like America, Germany, um, Netherlands. Those in South Africa itself are very competi- competitive, but. Uh, Nevertheless, we also focus to much smaller countries. Of course, we know Kuwait as well, just to mention them. But uh, I even have requests now from from India and all sorts of countries can participate. But what we require at least is some results. You've got to provide us with some results and we can, we have a calculator and everyone goes through the same calculator. And the calculator just have a few weights in. It was against how many pigeons you're flying and how many fanciers and your radius of that union or club if you're not participating in one loss or the other alternative calculator which you freeze in case you participate in one loss. And so obviously your, how many fences and how many pigeons were in that one loft and what races did you win? Was it on a final or hotspot and so on? And uh, because the cal- it's the same calculator, we put everyone through it, it will guide us to hopefully to the, to the best guys. Saying that, it is still a moment, uh, a big task um, to to really accurately invite your first 300 entries, the right ones. So therefore, we allow wildcard entries, and we you want to encourage people to send and can apply. So it's by invite and by application. So you can really apply, and uh, in case you don't feel you have all the results. We also assign a few wildcard entries to every country. Mm. So, 
Yeah. So to mm. be fair in year one, and a typical uh, after year one, we hope to have um, to say to the fans is the first 200 will automatically qualify for the second year, mm. but uh, the bottom 100 need to reapply again because mm. we assume there will be quite a few fences who want to get into this race. Mm, 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 for sure. Now, um, I've had questions asked to me here in Australia. Um, Australia we had yes. a few Australians in the SAMPDR race. They were participating in that. Then we got a virus here in Australia called the rotavirus, but now we have a vaccine for that, so that's that's now been fixed up. So uh, we can now uh, let birds out of the country safely. Um, now, what about Australia? Is is Australia invited to uh, join in this one loft race? Certainly, yes. Um, as soon as we can get the word to get them those pigeons in, we'll do so. And from our side as well, we. In, as you with a panel that is like taking care of the avian influenza and mm. all the rules and regulations regarding that. Mm. And uh, we're going to take it up with our officials and uh, we're really going to go out of our way to allow to see if we can get obviously pigeons in on a fair way mm. and within all the parameters that is out there for us. That's but, uh, definitely. That's fantastic news. Now, our correspondence on the line. Tony McPherson, you got any questions there for Hendrick? Oh, listen, Hendrick, I think it's a great idea, especially with the uh, invitation and, uh, and the qualification that, uh, that uh, seems to be a, a really good idea and also the number of birds um, and having team per fancier. I think that's a, a great idea, uh, make a level, level playing field. Um, uh, it's a great, uh, a great idea to uh, have 3,000 birds, 10 birds. Uh, so you're looking at, what, 300, 300 fancies if everyone um, enters, uh, 10 birds. Um, what is the entry fee per bird there, Hendrick? Yeah, okay. And the entry fee per bird will be $1,500 um, for per bird. But also saying that for all the overseas fans that send the birds through quarantine, we will allow them to send 15 birds in case they lose one or two in quarantine. And when they arrive here at, um, at the loft, we will allow you to, to, to send two into the loft, or 12, 12 into the loft. That means it's two extra. And, yeah. uh, of course, there's no charge for all those, those two extras. Just in case we lose, we have to break in some birds. And uh, what we the aim is is to have an average of ten pigeons after the qualifying race, which is at 162 meters. And uh, from there on, your first race will start at 240 eventually, and uh, then ten races up to all the way up to 600 kilometers. Yeah, it sounds uh, it sounds a uh, a really good concept. I hope uh, it uh, fires off really well for you and. Uh, uh, I, I dare say um, a lot of syndicates will be formed to to send birds. Um, you know, different groups of people. Uh, what's happened here over in Australia? There's a lot of non fanciers that have um, formed syndicates and and have uh, uh, got people to breed the birds for them and and put them in the one loft race for them. And uh, as a as a syndicate, they're, they're not non pigeon fanciers. And that uh, that's uh, worked out really well. 
over here, and I dare say the same thing will happen over there. Yes, I'm so glad you mentioned that. That's exactly. We actually realize our loft might end up with a more syndicates than what you see in every uh, one loft race. The reason for it is um, of the entry of $1,500 per bird for the 10 birds. Um, what we pick up is so many South Africans. Originally, we thought only six or seven South Africans will enter to be able to afford it. But little did we know, in the meantime, they start approaching us and say, Hendrik, I'm the leader in my club, in my union, and the guy that came second and the third position, um, we three want to make a team together and a syndicate, as you say correctly. And can we enter as well? And I say, of course, the Africa Pro concept, but it's all what it is all about, it's about quality versus quantity. We rather want to go for quality. So as long as you can prove, the syndicate can prove to us that they will have quality pigeons, um, they automatically will qualify. Yes. When you say that, um, how will you work out, especially if you've got Australian birds that um, uh, wish to go over there, how will you work out uh, what is the quality Will it be uh, by uh, aggregate uh, wins or uh, federation wins or how would you work out uh, the quality of birds that you, you wish to have in your loft? Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you, the, the, the fancier or the syndicate that they want to apply, they can apply and they just got to send us the, the results on the federation. For example, if they fly in a combine or in a union in a federation, what results yeah. they had and against how many fences and how many pigeons. And we put that through our calculator and immediately we can see with who we deal with and uh, um, uh, we get a fair chance here. Perhaps in year one, we're going to be a more lenient and uh, and we I, we predict that in year two, year three, year four, it will become harder and harder to be part of of this concept yes. because it's, it's quite a bit of, uh, there will be more interest in it and it will become tougher to get in. It's very same that you see in the golf masters tournament or Wimbledon. It's not so easy to, to play in Wimbledon anymore. Perhaps the first year it was easier to get in there. But uh, yeah, so at the end of that, to answer your question is we got to see some type of result um, yep. for the last three years. And, and of course, um, with the with the race itself, uh, and the, when you do when you have the actual race, uh, those fancies birds will prove themselves. So they would have just about an automatic walk up for the next year uh, it, it, on the on the birds' performances if they wish to go in it the the following year uh, on a on a rating basis. I, I take it. Hundred percent, yes. And to add to that is. As I mentioned earlier, the first 200 fences will automatically qualify for the next year. But um, what we predict as well is going to unfold is like your top 50 fences that will be ranked after that year. And that's the great value of this concept, actually, that there will be a ranking after this series of 10 races. And that will clearly show us who was the very good fence or the good fences with very good quality pigeons in there. And I, we predict that the the value back home in your loft will will increase suddenly. Even perhaps you were an unknown fancier, and suddenly 
because you're now on a level playing field, you make um, you, you get a quite good result. We know a no name becomes suddenly famous. He perhaps ends up in a top ten, and the value of his pigeons will increase. And certainly, he will have uh, an entry for next year. And if he can repeat that, what we predict, because that's what we start seeing in the club levels. The guy is this year first in his club. Next year, he's not going to be off the seat. Um, yeah. There's a bit of continuity in, your, in the federations. And we hope to start seeing that unfold now in the One Love um, series as well here in Africa Pro. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's going to be a great concept. And you'll have um, people, of course, queuing up to get in. And uh, because you've got a limit of 300 uh, fanciers, there'll be a queue. And uh, it'll be a process of elimination, and uh, I think it'll work out really well. Um, anyway, I, I wish you well. I, now, there's a, another correspondent there, Charlie. Would you like to have a chat with Hendrick? Yeah, good Henry, how are you going? Just one question. Um, mm-hmm. The intake, what dates were you looking at getting birds into South Africa? Okay, yeah, uh, we're going to open a law for intake in 1st of September all the way up till end of December 2021. So this is this year. And, uh, yeah, so that's the intake from 1st September this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's so, a breeding season, doesn't mm. it, Charlie? Yeah, yeah it does. Okay. <laughs> now, um, what, what, what are the, um, do you know what the rules are in, in South Africa about the quarantine? Or if somebody's interested from Australia to send pigeons to South Africa for the race, uh, can they get in touch with somebody there that will guide them through? Yes, please. I must, um, as I mentioned, we have a panel that's looking after all those regulations and, and, and see how we can work with our officials to get those uh, pigeons coming in. And, uh, yeah, they've got to please send that request to someone directly to me and my email at Hendrik, H-E-N-D-R-I-K, at Africa Pro. Africa is spelled with a K. Um, A-F-R-I-K-A and then P-R-O dot com. That's my email. They can send those requests to me and I process it um, to, to see what, it, what arrangements we can do for them. Yeah, that sounds very good. Um, now, uh, Hendrik, I would like to ask you that um, if you'd like to just keep us informed here at Pigeon Radio Australia when you do get the race underway and we could do like a monthly report if you'd like. Yeah, it will be fantastic. Now, I really appreciate that. It will be so great. Yeah, we have a lot of um, plans and ideas as well. We want to do a bit of live broadcasting as the race is on because with this type of race, it's not all about one single bird that come on at the final, but there will be a lot of anticipation because every fans have got to wait for a second bird and a third bird to come in. And after every week, there will be a new ranking, very much what you see in the Tour de France with the yellow jersey. And uh, so, yeah, it will be nice to broadcast that and have live interviews with the top fences that participating. I would love, I would love to, to work with you. No, that would be fantastic. We'd like to uh, work with you and uh, uh, promote pigeon racing because that's what we're all about here at Pigeon Radio Australia is to promote pigeon racing worldwide. 
and make it a more popular sport. And it's quite fantastic that uh, you've organised this race in Africa because I tell you, a lot of fanciers were quite bewildered and very saddened when they heard the news that the uh, South African Million Dollar Pigeon race was cancelled. But your race is even much better than that because you're offering $2 million in prize money. Yes, and uh, I'd, yeah, in my fine writing, we actually offered two and a half dollars when two and a half million dollars when we get to three hundred entrants. But we don't want to market it from day one; uh, otherwise, I might think it's an empty promise. But uh, mm. once we hit the three hundred entrant, then it will be breaking news. So the first prize for the main race is half a million dollars. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, just. Yeah, I'm just back to um, you. We want to make this sport uh, famous or popular again. From day one, I want to. We want to grow the sport, and it is sometimes so sad for us to see there's many countries where the pigeon racing sport is not growing. In actual fact, it is um, decreasing. And uh, I sat down with Thomas as well from Bengzing. I need to give them credit. They being a great hand and help us a lot up till today and um, one day I asked him why why is the sport thinking so much and he said yeah, one of the reasons it's not a fan sport where you get in as I mentioned the other sports Wimbledon Tour de France even football you got some fans and with this concept what we try to bring back to the sport is that you become a fan sport now that you're going to see the ranking of the fans years and every week it changes and you keep counting the first three pigeons and uh, to see which fans that come out on the top of the season. Um, we have to, to, to make this a fan sport as well at the same time. And that's why it's why so important to do live broadcasting on this, mm. uh, on this event um, is, is to get fans into the sport mm. as well. Mm, no, that's a fantastic idea. Very well done. And uh, uh, do you have anything else to tell us? And uh, tell us where people can uh, contact you again and your website address. Yes. Yeah, so my website address, I think that is the easiest and best way to, to make contact with us. You can just go to our website. It's Africa Pro. I spell it again. A-F-R-I-K-A-P-R-O dot com. That's the website. AfricaPro.com, and once you're in there, you can go to contacts. You just send us a message on that email. Once you say you submit that, um, three of us on this side will get that message, and we will immediately call you back. You can WhatsApp me as well from our website. When you go into the website, there's a WhatsApp um, link that will pop up. And if you have any questions, I must admit I get a lot of WhatsApps all across the world, world from Denmark, Germany, everywhere. Even India, people that are interested and are sending me their results as we speak. And uh, we processed it and uh, we're really looking forward to all the, um, yeah, your contacts and to answer all questions. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, look, I'd like to thank you for being a part of Pigeon Radio Australia today and uh, keep in touch with us and let us know what's happening. And uh, hopefully you get a lot of entries from Australia. Yeah, oh, thank you so much, Ivan. It was a pleasure speaking to you, and uh, definitely we keep in touch. All right, thank Have you, Hendrik. Thank you very much for being a part oh. of the program. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, thank you.
FM, online and on TuneIn 24-7. This is 88.3 Southern FM. I'm usually the shy guy that don't read a mention. I can sit in the bar all night and I'll draw attention. But after a few Last night at about three or four I was pulling a crowd like never before Each time I got a bit more wasted The truth got a little inflated Said I was filthy rich, had a trophy home Drove a red 
Don't you feel the power? You get the glory. You start thinking the truth, only spoil a good story. Life can be long, so it might be a train wreck. But you can be anything you want to after a long neck. Last night at about three or four, I was pulling the crowd like never before. Each time I got a bit more wasted. The truth got a little inflated. Said I was filthy rich, had a trophy home, drove a red Ferrari. I was in the zone. You could just about hear a pin drop every single time that I'd start. is 88.3 Southern FM The Sounds of the Bayside For all your pigeon requirements head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 
1551. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor what is palliative care? It helped mum feel well enough to say her goodbyes. Before going on that trip she'd always dreamed of. It gave us time to make plans. I still do. And some new memories. I now declare you married. Again. It gave me the chance to do more of the things I enjoy the most with my best friend. Palliative care. It's more than you think. Visit morethanyouthink.org.au or talk to your healthcare professional. Nothing's interrupted our lives more than COVID-19. If you have a cough, please get tested for it. But if you've had an unexplained and persistent cough (coughs) that's stuck around for many weeks (coughs) and you're feeling breathless, Nothing should interrupt you asking your GP to test for something more serious, like lung cancer or lung disease. (coughs) For more information, visit lungfoundation.com.au. Australia's leading lung health charity. Hi, Nathan Reynolds. Join me for lunch every Sunday at 12 for Here and There. There'll be plenty to chew over. With a great lineup of guests, music and discussions, we'll uncover local news, delve into national affairs and explore some of the global issues that affect life in Bayside and leave plenty of room for arts and culture too. Here and There, Sundays at 12 on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm. Travel the world, musically speaking. From the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto. From the Colosseum to the Pyramids. From the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2pm, for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. G'day, hello, and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt, and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m., and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music, from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. Catch you there. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. So, 
You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Now, there's a few people uh, complaining that they can't hear us on the internet. Well, you've got a couple of links there, ladies and gentlemen. You can go via Podbean or there's a link below the player. If you're having trouble with the player, click that link and you should be right. You go to another page and it'll take you to another link where you can listen to the program. Check your internet connections uh, because everything this end is working quite okay. Now, uh, we're going into this segment right now. Pigeon Radio Australia's weekly Australian pigeon racing results. And Charlie Gretsch has uh, some results and somebody on the line. Charlie, take it away, my friend. Yeah, thanks, Ivan. We have from the CCF in Sydney, Mr. David Gordon. How are you, Dave? How are you going, mate? How are you? Good, buddy. You had a couple of results for us today. Sure do. This week, the long weekend, we had a, a big double header on. Uh, and it's scheduled on the Saturday for the Tea Gardens Rates, which is approximately 180 uh, kilometres for those who don't know. And uh, down on the North Coast line, uh, we got the top 10 results here. Uh, finishing in 10th place from Maroubra Club, Nick Caparis. In at 9th from Canterbury, Albert and Schumacher. 8th uh, from Maroubra, J&B Dunn. 7th from Maroubra, Vinnie Cladis. Six from Northern Suburbs, Rob Marshall. From Oatley RSL in at fifth club, Anthony Aegis. From Liverpool, P&P Winton, never far off the pace. In at third place, John Borg and Son from Oatley. And the top two also residing at Maroubra. Might have to go buy a house there. The Vescos and Marshall. And the winner on the Saturday race, SNL Guard. Flying a velocity of 13.37. Excellent. And it was a brilliant, uh, for, for those who are not up to speed with it, absolutely brilliant race on Saturday. Returns were very good. The birds come through very well. Um, yeah, I'd say 90 plus percent returns, if not more. A very, they come through really well and it was a very, very good race. Ah, oh, very good, Matt. Second one? And the second one, we've got all bar, all bar about eight results in, so I don't think it'll change. Um, but, uh, 10th, uh, from Marubra Club, Vinnie Cladis. Ninth, P&P Winton from Liverpool. Also from Liverpool, Mark Kalouris. Seventh prize, Comitiani and Hasbani. Week one, Fed winners. Anthony Aegis from Oatley at six. <clears throat> B.O. Connor and Sons from Maruba in fifth. John Borg and Sons from Oatley at fourth. Jane B. Dunn from Maruba at third. SNL Guard and uh, in at second, it's from Maruba. And the winner, Vescos and Marshall from Maruba. So them two just uh, swapped swap positions from the Saturday race and the winning velocity was 13.24 so yeah the easterly wind kept them on the coast again but uh, hopefully we get a bit more distance we can challenge the blokes uh, next week or so yeah that's good well give them a bit of a uh, give them a bit of a head start eh Dave so, <laughs> no they work hard they, hard and they deserve where they are 
it was a it was another today was actually an even better race than the um the Saturday. They they came through like they liberated up the road, absolutely rocketed in. It was very, very good returns once again today and another good race over and done with and look forward to the next one. How far did you say it was? hundred and 180 k's on the set day, but this one today was uh, roughly about around the 120 mark. We had the, it's the rescheduled race from the the first week that we couldn't get away with the bad weather, so we rescheduled it for the long weekend, and it worked worked out really well. We got some good races in, got some birds away. So yeah, it was a it was a very promising season ahead now after getting the first few away very well. Oh good, I mean the distance too. It um, gives the birds a really good little hit out and get them yeah. up the road, so um, not too hard for them. No, no, it's been been good. A lot of people were worried about the north. That's why we dropped a lot of flyers off. They were a bit, bit worried about, you know, being a bit hard. But it's, um, you know, after the first three races or anything to go by, it doesn't look like we're going to be too bad after all. So hopefully, uh, yeah, just keep a good season going and see what happens. Beautiful. Well, again, mate, thanks very much for um, the results this week and hopefully we get to see um, a few uh, different ones next week. So, um, yeah, mate. What can I say? Again, well done. Thanks for that. Not a worry, mate. And uh, thanks for having me on. All right, mate. We'll see you again next week. Thanks, David. Thanks, mate. See See you. All the best. Bye. All right, uh, gentlemen, it's time to say uh, goodbye for this this week's program. So uh, goodbye to Tony Barbara. Goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, Bevan. Goodbye, Spencer. And goodbye to everybody around the world. Yes. And uh, Mr. B1. Uh, yeah, goodbye. Uh, B2. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, boy, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've drank too much, too much coffee. And uh, <laughs> see you later, Charlie. And a big shout-out to a, a new fancier up in Queensland, um, young mm. Trent. He uh, sent me a message. He listens to us every week. We rec- He reckons we're doing a great job. Oh, good. And uh, he's uh, looking for some new elements. So anyone out there that's got some Millmans? I've got some Millmans. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, just let um, let me know, and uh, we'll contact this young fellow up in uh, up in Queensland. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, he's coming back into it actually. Oh, so, uh, excellent. A shout out to Trent. And, uh, shout out to Trent. That's good. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. what about Charlie? What is what's happening? Uh, what what else have you got to tell us? Anything else? Um, not really. Not. Um, not uh, nothing too exciting. Um, hopefully next <laughs> next week we might have a bit more news. Um, yeah. I know we got our QR code last week for our club, so um, oh, we, did, we actually got two yeah. QR codes. We got a basketing yeah. indoors yeah. QR code, and we got a basketing outdoors. So just in case there's a bit of drama yeah. with one, we're oh, that's it. You're forward thinking, Charlie. Very good. Well done. Yeah, yeah. yeah well done, Charlie. Yeah. Very well done because uh, I followed suit. After your uh, little uh, little discussion, so our club's done exactly the same. Oh, good. Well, yeah, hopefully, we race our pigeons, so we're covered. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, we can race our birds in an un- uninterrupted fashion this season. I hope. Cross yep. your fingers. All right, gentlemen, goodbye, and that's it for Pigeon Radio Australia this week. Cheerio, ladies and gentlemen. So, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop.